ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 12th Man Football Podcast. It's been about a year and a half, maybe less. It's definitely pre-COVID, we know that. August 2020 was the last episode. Ugh, mm. that's a bit gross. Mm-hmm. But first things first, Alec, before we talk about all the ball in the last year... Mm. How have you been, mate? I've been all right. I've been all right. Thank you didn't you. expect me to ask that, did you? No, because we've been <laughs> we, we, we've been sat here for about an hour. I know. So, I, yeah, and we've also I watched thought, all of the Europa League together. This uh, yeah, week and I the thought Champions we could League. skip the pleasantries and just get down to business. I think but apparently not. I think that's absolutely the correct shout. <laughs> so what we're doing here is a little end of season awards. We've come up with them ourselves, and vague categories. We've Decide to just play with it however you like and we'll chat for our decisions. Round one of 12. Of the 12, 12 rounds, 12th man. Oh yeah, that would... Yeah. Definitely I done on even, purpose. I didn't even cock that to be fair, yeah. Best okay. signing. Do you want to kick off or shall I? Uh, you can go first for best signing. Alright, I'll give you my two shortlists and then my thought prices, right? Okay. Yeah. So so the best signing can be interpreted in a number of ways, yeah? Yeah. So I always think young, you want a young player. You don't want someone who's going to come in for just two seasons. Sure. Someone to make an immediate impact as well that you want. And someone who defines your season, is the reason you finish where you are, etc. So the obvious immediate go-to is Diaz, obviously. Yes. I feel like that's a very simple one. Yes. But to, at the risk of being boring, I feel like that's the obvious answer. I feel like that's the right answer as well, probably. But at the risk of... Not being boring, I've also gone with Wesley Fafana. Yes. Because the man, I think he's right there. He's, got the, he's kicking the ball right now he, as and we speak. Mainly, mainly due to age and like mm-hmm. the money they actually spent on him was pretty low yeah. for, his, for a player of his pedigree. Mm-hmm. But my actual pick, right, is Callum Wilson. I knew you were going to go down this kind of route, to be fair. Yeah. Because, because um, um, long-time listeners of, of the pod will know that Harry holds... So much disdain for Newcastle because, at the moment because they're a, because they're a, a, a they're a bad football team essentially right. Yeah. But this did cross my mind because without Callum Wilson, who actually has spent part of the part season of the injured season on the bench, yeah, um, they would be rivaling over relegated, yeah, 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 like yeah, literally like relegated twice. Right yeah, exactly. And, and if and that's the way I like to see sort of best signing. And the uh, the other one I considered was obviously Lingard. Because my view is, is the best signing you can make is one that changes your club. Sure. And in my view, without Callum Wilson, that club gets relegated. Mm. And so that, that uh, uh, and uh, yeah, I still think City win the league without Diaz, probably, because they have Laporte. Um, yeah, I, th- I think the, the big benefit of um, bringing Diaz in, not just for having Diaz um, in himself as a player, is that he's obviously made John Stones a lot better. Yeah, and exactly. He's got a mistake in him, don't get me wrong. But he has made Stones better, and that's undeniable. And I know mm. that we're obviously going into the Euros with John Stones most likely to start mm. aside um, Harry Maguire. Yeah. And I feel s- much more confident now having him playing for England than I did in the 2018. Yeah, definitely. And and that and that can obviously be partly put down to coaching and stuff. Although he's been at City for a little while, but it's obviously very much helped him. Having um absolutely and yeah Wesley Fofana's been been great I I I've I hope I haven't named your answer by no, the way no you you, you oh. actually haven't no but um but yeah Wesley Fofana's been really good I, I have actually mentioned in the past uh, I even put it on one of my group chats that I hadn't quite seen what all the fuss was about mm. but I do I do actually think that that's partially to do with his um 
he's kind of lanky yeah. at the minute because yeah. he's still young and he kind of but looks... he's extremely young yeah like, he is mental. yeah exactly and, and I felt I felt like he kind of looked a bit clumsy at times but like yeah. I've, I've carried on watching him throughout the season and, and I'm happy to like yeah eat my words on that he, mm. he he's very good and we we, we we West Ham actually tried to get him um, yeah. I can see why he went to Leicester there are obviously. not there are not many 20 odd year old defenders in the league Th- no. that's the thing yeah. it's like is he 20 I think he's I think he's 20 let me Jesus. let me google that because I feel like he is ridiculously young yeah. and, there, and there really aren't many pr- Premier League defenders like the only other ones I can think of that are like crazy young are like concert well I don't I don't um, think you'll be alone in saying that he's potentially the best sign of the season 20. to be fair he is 20 years yeah, old he's 21 in December yeah that's wild so he starts next season as a 20 year old that's yeah, fucking crazy that is mad yeah but your pick? So I actually went for a person who's been a Premier League player for a long time, who joined a different club after being at his last club for a long time, Emiliano Martinez. Oh, that is such a good shout. I Villa, rate yeah. that so, so highly. So Aston Villa like are vastly yeah. improved upon last season. Um, I think having... Grealish have another year under his belt in the Prem has been great for him. Having a striker, mate. If I could have just put Aston Villa for the answer to this to this yeah, question, they, they probably have the best window. Has been has been just just fantastic. Yeah, Matty um, Cash, I did nearly put. Yeah, on Matty Cash has been great. Um, mm. Ollie Watkins has been really good. Morgan Sanson's yeah. looked good when he's played. Yeah, Bertrand Traore, who I thought was pretty shite when he was at um, yeah. Chelsea. To be fair, I'm, st- I'm still not convinced, but. No, me yeah. neither, but he, he has played exceptionally well for them at times and he scored some really nice goals this season. But yeah, Emiliano Martinez obviously got into the um, the um, Arsenal squad with uh, Leno being um, injured last season. And yeah, I think most Arsenal fans had anticipated that he may keep him out and I'd actually hoped for that, um, which hasn't obviously come into fruition because they sold him at 17 million. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not young, but obviously he's a keeper, so you can carry on playing for a long time. But I think he's just been how, so how solid. Is, I think he's he? twenty eight, maybe twenty nine. But, but if that, how much did they spend on fifteen mil? Or Seventeen something? million, 17. I think. So it if, was, yeah. if you spend fifteen million pounds on your Premier League goalkeeper for the next five years, exactly, that's a yeah, good investment. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And he's been fucking exceptional. Yeah, he and has the, been, the problem yeah. is goalkeepers tend to like. Like I remember when Matty Ryan was exceptional mm-hmm. and things like that, and, and yeah. Ramsdale at Bournemouth, and exactly, yeah. um, and Scott and well De Gea, yeah. Pick, Pickford, like yeah, yeah, yeah. goalkeepers do tend to drop off, but uh-huh. the fact is they got a great goalkeeper for fifteen million quid, and when you and when we get onto something later on, say why I think that's as good as it is, but yeah, I I, I think to be fair, I rate your best signing, and I would probably say that is. Uh, we're, we're in a similar vein where yeah, it's like yeah, who's yeah. had the most impact on their yeah, season yeah I, th- I think it's probably worth mentioning as yeah. well that um, at the beginning of the season there was obviously like a lot of goals and stuff mm. um, and everyone predicted that it was going to be such a crazy season yeah. um, but defences I, 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 we, we heard we don't hear so much about it now because it's it, it, um, teams have been playing in empty stadiums for quite a while but but we spoke uh, people were were speaking at the beginning pundits and such were speaking at the beginning of all of this and saying that for the defenders this is harder yeah because they don't have the crowd keeping them like alert and keeping them on their toes quite as much you drop focus exactly right that's why um, there's so many random penalties as sure well, and sure reasons, well, yeah, but yeah yeah but um i just think like um I think that there's some really good players in that back line. I actually think all four of the Aston Villa players are pretty good. Yeah. Um, um, all the four of the defenders that they've been playing throughout the season. Contra and Cash especially. Yeah, and yeah, Target's yeah. Been Target's been really great season. as well. Yeah. But um, 
but yeah, I just I just think that he's just really solidified them as a, as a unit, and I just yeah. think he's and you know it's nice to see as well because I hadn't I was in that camp of people who hadn't realised that he'd been at Arsenal for so long. Yeah, me either. Um, and and had obviously like barely played for them. I would have guessed he was younger as well. Exactly. But but like we said, great signing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's nice to see him doing well, um, doing yeah. well there. And I just think he looks solid. I, I, I'm not sure if this is still the case, but at one point he was leading the the clean yeah. sheets chart. Um, well, I think uh, I think halfway through the year he was the best because they had a sick defence back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were doing yeah. really well. But obviously since Grealish um, got injured, they they've sort of fallen off a bit. But mm. if I had to say a best signing, without just talking about uh, West Ham. Yeah. which was quite tempting yeah. Um, then yeah for me well, well did you count Suchek this season I thought Suchek I thought Su Fowl yeah. I thought um, Lingard, Lingard. I thought, yeah I thought Look, you could my, have, my, if, yeah. if you get in the Champions League Lingard's the best signing of the season yeah like, that's yeah. why I, obviously we're doing this under the a same few logic. weeks before the end of the season yeah. which means that some of these answers could potentially even change mm. but yeah um, I've gone for a West Ham based answer on one of them I'm going to be very well, self-indulgent on one of them, but my, I might have a West Ham-based answer on more than one of them. Oh so really? We'll okay. Hopefully not on the next. No. One. Worst signing. Here we go. I'm going to let you kick this off because I think we've written the same person. Okay. Yeah. Um. I'm. I. Ann. Oh no, we haven't written the same okay. person. Okay. I. I avoided Ann purely for the basis that there's no transfer fee, but I agree that he is probably the worst pound for pound signing in terms of wages all of that involved yeah I think he's going to cost Arsenal upwards of 30 million for his, so for his three year contract um, and he's not got a rep for being like a good egg in the dressing room either it's, he might I mean it's just a bit really backwards bit of like transfer like policy from Arsenal like it doesn't seem to make it, any sense it didn't like, it didn't seem very Arsenal-y like when especially even when you look at the rest of their transfers like Tierney uh, Party. Yeah, um, Pablo Mari. Pa- yeah, uh, yeah, Gabriel. Yeah, like those are all. I look at those four and I think that, those are four really good signings. Sure. And then they went, at least you know, Party's been injured a lot. Gabriel's been injured a lot. But mm. th- like, those are the kind of players I would sign. And then they sign Willian, and it's like that just doesn't make sense to me. Unless it's a case where Arteta just didn't rate Pepe at all, and was like, I need some sort of quick, yeah, explosive winger I mean, for a single year. Yeah, but, I know right. that. I know that there's links through. Um, his agent there's li- yeah links with um with Arsenal through his mm. agent and I think it is probably one of those kind of like f- almost like as a favour kind of yeah. sign in like maybe both ways he must have but... been happy I'm doing the fingers cash motion if yeah I mean he's probably I mean if, yeah if he's earning what upwards of 10 million a year there so I, I imagine he's he is a very happy bunny and, and he is he's not going to play next year right surely I mean, it's that kind of thing, right? Do you of have like, to? yeah. I mean, if you're paying a player that much, you've got to give them some game time. But I'm sure yeah. there's, I'm sure there's probably like appearance incentives in there for him as well. Yeah. So if if there is, they might want to just reduce to, his playtime yeah, even. It, mate, it's I, I do find it mental. Yeah, just to be clear to the audience, we are watching the Leicester Newcastle game as well. So if you hear us go, because weirdly, I want Leicester to win. You want Newcastle to win. Yes. So this is like. A rivalry, rivalry, yeah. where neither of us actually I probably see your, care that I, I much. I want to see your man Callum Wilson do good things, yeah, and mate. your man Fafana do not good things. Yeah. So, <laughs> shall I give you my worst signing? Yes, please, I thought this yeah. was nailed on that you would say this because I could. I, I will say it, this was probably one of the ones I struggled the most with. I think in general that there's a lot of like meh signings, 
But the, there, there isn't a standout. This guy got bought for a crazy amount of money and has failed completely, and it yeah. doesn't even look good. That's because like people would have said Havertz, and I think that's mental. Because like, you don't need him to be good now. He's twenty one yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. He's also showing up now in mm-hmm. this part of the season, showing what he could be. Like the same with Werner. It's like Werner could score. I totally believe Werner could bang in twenty next year or fifteen. Potentially, yeah. yeah. And then, um, um, so that's why I went with. You mentioned him yesterday. I went with Nelson Semedo. Yeah, he's shit. Yeah. And, I, ju- I and just think he's I, shit. I, I didn't know how much he cost. He cost 30 million yeah, quid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, literally. And he's 27? Yeah, I just think like, You're just never going to get shit. that money yeah. back. It's you're mad. You're not like, going to get it back. I kind of think it's one of those kind of signings yeah. where, obviously, that we have, the, again, we have a link to an agent there mm. um, with uh, George Mendes, him being uh, another one of the Portuguese contingent. Exactly. Um, but every time I watch him play, which... This uh, to be to be honest, any time Wolves are playing, mm. and I watch you know a, a fair bit of the games, but Wolves are not an exciting prospect. No, especially not this season without no. him and um, He's not a very good footballer, it appears. But the the mental part is, is they only got twenty five mil for Doherty, didn't they? I think they only got fifteen for Doherty. So they they sold the, they used the Doherty money twice, twice to buy a worse yeah. player. Mm. I mean, Wolves have Wolves have some great players. They do, and have made some cracking signings. Mm. But that is a that stinker. is not one of them. Yeah. That that it's it's not even, it doesn't yeah, even look like one of those ones so that bad. could potentially come good. Even, no, exactly. Really. Well, twenty-seven-year-old. Like, it's yeah. like even if he has one good season, is thirty million pound for one good season from a right back who you need? I would argue that right backs, defenders, they're the positions you need to be. Mo- like if he was a six and a half, seven out of ten every game. That would be like tolerable, yeah. and, but like frustrating. Yeah. But he's he's not even played a lot. I of the think time, there's has probably he? a few caveats to go with it. One being that Wolves are having quite a poor season. Mm. Um. Anyway. Um. Also, what links in with that is that I, I know that they've swapped the system a few times. Yeah. He potentially would suit playing in a back five or a back three mm. more, because he's not very good at defending. No. Um. What I will say is. I don't want to get bogged down in this too much because it, it, it is one of those things that you can just talk about for ages and ages. But mm. someone not being good enough to play for Barcelona yeah. does not mean that they're not good enough to play for Wolves. Well, right? we, we, we had Martin Montoya Okay, sure. the best yeah, example yeah, of that. Yeah. And in that he was, he came in and was like, look, he's all right. We spent, I don't know, but we spent seven million on him or something mm. like that. And he was okay for yes. two seasons. Yeah. Whereas they've spent thirty million pounds on him, and he's been pretty much unplayable yeah. for 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 a season. Unplayable, bad, unplayable. Yeah, yeah they're bad, unplayable. Yeah, sorry, unplayable is always like a weird term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like you, Andy Carroll oh, is unplayable uh, uh, on his day. Exactly. Sure. Whereas I mean, unplayable as in don't play. Don't him. play. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Right. One that doesn't work very well for a podcast format, so you're gonna have to get on the googling. The best kit and the worst kit. Mm. Best kit. Mm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna caveat this by saying that, that like I I like a kit, but I don't take notice of it that often. So mm-hmm. what I did was look through the list of every team's first, second, third kit, and okay. if they had a fourth one, that one. Sure. And just when that one's my favorite. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, it's the, one of the teams that's playing today. Have you seen Leicester's third kit? 
is it the burgundy one? It's the maroon one. Yeah. It's fucking yeah, peng. It's, well nice. it's yeah. so sleek. With the white trim. Yeah, yeah it's, it's well so nice. smart. That was the one that they uh, beat Man City in. in yeah, and, and it, it's so... I, yeah, I would yeah. wear that, like, without the Leicester logo just as a shirt. Sure. Like, literally, it's so smart. Yeah, it's it's really so nice. clean. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Just something about that clicked with me. I no, don't know what nice. yours is. I've gone with the Leeds Away kit, which is the um, green... Uh, the dark green and blue stripes. Yeah, one. that one's piff. It's nice, that isn't one's it? Piff. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not really the kind of like. Let kit. me double check. It's the one I'm thinking of. It's I'm not really the kind phone. of kit that you would see like that mm. often. Um, yeah, that one. It's yeah, piff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice so. It looks gold, like an Italian team. Trim. Yeah, it does look like yeah. an Italian team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that. Yeah, I remember nearly picking that one. Worst kit, I found free. Genuinely, there were free <laughs> that I looked at and went, "This is disgusting." But I think I'm gonna have to pick. I'll name the other two at the end. Okay. Have you seen Tottenham's fourth choice kit? Fourth kit? Fourth kit. It is literally one of the ugliest things I've ever seen in my life. So it's like a black gradient going up to grey at the top, if people know what it is. Okay. It's, I don't even know if it's a kit, but they're selling it as a fourth choice kit. Okay. It literally looks like it was I made it, like in my spare time to stitch it. Like, look at seriously, look up Arsenal for Tottenham fourth choice kit. It's got IMAX on the front of it. I don't even know who they are. Is that the the cinema people? Yeah, something (laughs) like it. Literally, no, not IMAX. It's AI Max. I don't know. AI Max. Yeah. Is it Air Max? Yeah. No. uh, Is it Air Max? And I just can't read. It is AI Max, but it's called Air Max. Whatever it is, it's fucking shit. Yeah. And it is literally one of the ugliest shirts I've ever seen. I've gone with um, um I've gone with a truly, truly fucking horrible shirt. Yeah. Which is West Brom's red and yellow. It's disgusting. I <laughs> nearly picked it. It's, it's disgusting. It's jank. They're, they're, it's horrible, I don't mind yeah. the other ones. The I mean, green the and ones, yellow yeah. one is it, it's, it's it's ugly, it's, but it's, it's not as offensive. Yeah. This 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 is the Bad. red one is actually it's, like uncomfortable. It's, so, it's it yeah. is yeah. It's with the with mm. the ideal boilers like on yeah. the front. Like it's sh- it's properly it's shit. That one, yeah, yeah I, I agree. It's that, horrible. Their team also sucks. But <laughs> their team sucks, and that, yeah. that probably hasn't helped. No, um, that, that's why I was thinking of doing this. Is like I, I, it is interesting to me. It's like part of a kit you would just associate with like that team. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, the other ones that I I will just out of curiosity was the Chelsea third kit, horrible. the pink and blue. Horrible. It's and, and I like. Like there was a city one a couple of years ago that everyone hated. It was the thing was like the, the pink and green one. one. Yeah, and I really like that one. Sure. So I'm not a, against odd colors, but the yeah. pink and blue, it's, it's like horrible. It is. I don't like how disgusting. the stripes fade as well. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. really horrible. And, and the other one is the Liverpool third kit. Like weirdly, all the top teams. The is it like it the oceany looking? Yeah, one? yeah, that the one. The bluey one. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, 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 no! It was that one. It's the black. It's the black checkered I mean, one. I, I think I Liverpool know, just... usually have like one dead kit a season. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah. I don't know why, but I think they usually have one dead dead kit a season. I'm not gonna lie. I think we can agree on the West Brom one though. I it's, mean, that West Brom one is genuinely it's horrific. So, it's, it's so, so ugly. It's so grim. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they wore it in the championship as well. Probably. Or the gr- they they definitely wore the green one T- in the teams championship. Teams generally stick with their fur kit, don't they? Because we've just got a black shirt, which yeah. is nice to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we've got a black yeah. as well. That's quite nice. But yeah, I mean, there again, I don't think there were that many, but we basically picked the the, the standout worst ones there. Sure. I I agree about that. Um, your best kit though, that Leeds kit is fucking pain. It's really nice. It's so nice. It's I really love nice. the I love the uh, maroon Leicester kit. Yeah, though. yeah, it's yeah. So good. Right. This is a very vague one this round, so I'm curious to see so how vague. you. Yeah. yeah, so I'm curious to see how you've taken this, or shall I fire off with this one? 
I'll, Actually, no, I'll do worst because I like I like my controversy. You want to bring the neggy vibes? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Okay, so I'll let you go first with best decision. Okay, yeah. It can be anything. Small, big, yeah. whatever. Best decision. Um, as upsetting as it kind of is because um, they kind of became kind of likeable for a little bit mm. was Chelsea. I think the best decision is Chelsea sacking Frank Lampard. I think that... Or, or is it sacking Lampard or bringing in Tuchel? It's... It's a... Well, if, if you can, if you put that together. Well, I think Tuchel's doing obviously really, 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 annoyingly, really, really well. Yeah. They but what, win, what they I will say is, yeah, you you do always get a bit of a bit of a honeymoon period mm. when players start playing for their places and the, and that kind of thing when a, when a new manager comes in. Well, remember when Oli came in? Yeah, and sure. They, they like battered. I just think it was with, the. Yeah. I think it was the really was the right time for them to do it. Probably. Um, Obviously, you caveat that with, like you said, with is it Tuchel coming in? Uh, but I think that any calibre of manager that Chelsea would bring in at, at that point halfway yeah. through a season would have done a better job than Frank Lampard at that point. Similar to the way we were talking about with the transfers, is if you can look at the decision to sack Lampard as the thing that got them in the Champions League, if they mm. finish there this year, mm. then it probably is mm. the best decision. Yeah, because I, I, I think mm. there's cause to say that if Lampard was there and it's obviously mm. it's all hypothetical they could be 8th or ninth in the table potentially yeah, yeah. like they, they weren't doing terribly but like you would imagine that the situation would have worsened over the course of the season potentially and, and... The, the other thing is he's come in and I think there's always credit when a manager does this is he's come in and fixed the biggest problem straight away which is he's come in and got them defending yeah and like to the point where it's actually fucking boring yeah exactly I, I think like annoyingly like um, oh my god Newcastle have just scored love it Joe Willock he's banging best signing changing my answer <laughs> to Joe Will- nah um, no I, I think that's a really good shout um, mainly because I've cheated with mine okay in that I have basically picked something that isn't technically from this season okay but I think you won't mind because I because I've caveated it with keeping somebody as well as bringing them back and I've said the best decision of the season was to keep David Moyes oh, David Moyes music to my fucking I, I, ears I, and, and the reason why I think it's the best decision is because I never would have fucking done it I literally never would have made that choice yeah. and I would have seen it and I thought it was stupid at the time and everyone has been proved wrong yes everyone It's yes. It was, myself included as, as exactly as I, West Ham fans I, were I, confused I did the whole well I'm sorry to say again it, it's Moyes it, exactly thing, right because yeah. Great. Like we it felt felt like yeah. we're regressing back to that. But yeah, but, sure. But but it's it's so cl- and and you know what? I'm I'm actually delighted for him. I'm really genuinely delighted for him that it's worked out because like he had a shit five or six years. Like it's mental uh, other than a couple of good seasons with I think you he guys. took on shit jobs was the thing. Yeah. The Man United job is maybe the biggest job in football. But yeah. at that time it was an, and even it's now an to a degree it's a poison job. chalice. Yeah, oh completely. The Sunderland job Literally, Gus Poyet said. We don't said, need to talk about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Gu- Gus Poyet said there was something wrong at the core of the club sure. the day he left. Sure. Like, sure. Um, and then yeah. he went out and managed Sociedad, which was mm. bold, brave, and a bit fucking and stupid, bit really. Yeah. But um, yeah, he's now at a club, believe it or not, that are actually mm. functioning quite yeah. well now. Recruitment seems to be going okay. Yeah. Um, you, you know, so yeah, but I'm going to let you say more nice things about Moisey. Cause... Well, I was actually going to mention just my thought process for it as well, because I thought about picking, oh, I could pick like 
something really niche, like a tactical decision. So for one of the things I went through was like, oh, I could pick Graham Potter dropping Matt Ryan, something sure, like that. Yeah. Or or um like one of the best ones that point out to me was Guardiola using Gundogan as a false nine. Mm. Like I feel like if well, he didn't he do that, as a false nine yeah, exactly. Season, but fair, like, but... but like that to me showed like as a managerial decision, which I think Klopp has failed to do this season. Mm. He like he's done the like Fabinho at centre back stuff, but it just hasn't quite worked. And he's had more injuries, to be fair. But you mm-hmm. know, like I felt like that should probably come into it. But the truth is, the only reason that those decisions work is because they're somewhat forced sure. whereas the decision to bring back a manager who the thing is he was success- he is your most how did he save that sorry the Leicester having an attack yeah it's like I would never have thought of to to, to bring that back and for them to have this his level of impact so no, like no I wouldn't have either so, so I think as far as I'm concerned he is uh, he, having him even though it's cheating a little bit like what I'm saying is keeping him in the summer mm-hmm. because even when you brought him back you were stable but you weren't brilliant sure whereas now you are genu- I genuinely think you deserve to be where you are mm. and, and I, as far as I'm concerned that's worthy of him being my best decision mm. of the season um, worst decision I'll kick it off because I think this one's very easy in my opinion um, bearing in mind we are I don't know about you but I've explicitly banned the European Super League conversation from my answers because obviously a lot of them would just be dominated by like mm-hmm. all that stuff. My worst decisions of the season is all of Sheffield United's transfers. Do you know what? That, the entire so, transfer it's window. It's so funny you should mention that because yeah. I nearly put Rian Brewster as my worst signing. Yeah, just He's too he... young, isn't he? Yeah, That's why I yeah, didn't. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. The... All of them, the whole thing. Yeah. Because they... like... Even though some of them, I'm like, these are decent players. It's like they spent coin yeah, in the window. They, they yeah. bought Brewster. They bought those guys from the championship. Like, and 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 they're drastically worse. Yes. And and Ramsdale. It's like people say, oh, he's a good goalkeeper. It's mm. like he's not a great goalkeeper no. though, is he? When Martinez cost ten million less, mm. and they had to replace Henderson, who I think was the best goalkeeper last season. Mm. They bought in a. They spent twenty five mil on a striker. With no guarantee of a goal, mm-hmm. who is not the kind of player who I think transitions from a league very well. Sure. Like, he's not just a big guy who scores tap ins like Ollie Watkins, yeah. who is always going to be good no matter what team yeah, he's yeah, in. Yeah. Or Wilson, who is proven to have scored t- 10, 15 goals a season in the Prem. Sure, yeah. Like, they, they took a real punt on a young player, which normally I would like, but for yeah. £25 million pounds or mm. whatever it was. I don't know, man. I think that whole transfer window has been a disaster. Yeah. I think it cost them the season. I mean, they've been a shit show, haven't they? Yeah, mate. You know. I don't think they're... That, my thing with Sheffield United, just to clear that up, is I don't think they're that bad. I don't think they're the worst, one of the worst teams to ever be in the Prem, like their points suggest. I actually think they're better than West Brom. Yeah, they've... But they've, they are, um, their squad is toilet. Yeah, they, they've like, actually got the... The record, as things stand, four games to go. Mm. They've actually got the record for the most... Losses by a one goal margin in, wow, in Premier I didn't League know history, that. so it shows that they haven't been like yeah. terrible. Yeah. They have not posed a threat just no, generally. They just like, don't you score know, goals. Second season syndrome, tough. Yeah. Sure, obvious unrest at the club, mixed with bad recruitment. Yeah, but yeah, the the yeah the recruitment has been poor. Yeah. really, really poor. And 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 I know it's again kind of cheaty to go worst decision is a whole bunch of different decisions but mm. but the, to me that that the way their transfer window felt in the build up to the season and again there were things that I didn't necessarily critique that much at the time mm. like I wasn't like I thought Ramsdale that was a ridiculous amount of money mm. 
But I was like, okay, even if he's fine, it will work for them. Like, oh, he could be their goalkeeper for 10 years or whatever. That'd be fine. And then Ryan Brewster, I was like, right, that's a risk. It's a lot of money, but he's, he, you know, he seems like a good player, whatever. But they've all just gone. And then all the other random ones, they signed like, they, they signed like the Derby fullback and stuff like this, didn't they? I can't even remember their names. Um, Low. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And, and they have been unwatchable at times mm-hmm. in, in terms of how disappointing the results have been. But yeah, that's that's my worst decision. So I don't know about. I'm curious to hear what yours is. We could talk for fucking hours. About I know, mine. really. We're not going. Oh, to. I thought you were going to say if we're about other ones. Sorry. No, yeah. We could talk for so long about this, and I could because it's my. I'd say it's my biggest pet peeve with this Premier League season, and it is. What it is. You know what it is? Is it because I mentioned it the other day? Is it the red cards for West Ham? No, no, oh, no, no. Okay. No, no, Christ, no. no. But it does relate to that, actually. Mm. It is. And I said this when it was introduced. I don't think referees should look at screens at oh, the side of the pitch. Oh, no. We, oh, no. We're going to have to add an extra half an hour onto this podcast now. No, I'm not big on that, man. I think that's. I think it's the right decision that they should do that. Well, what you're gonna, what you're gonna do is you're gonna let me say yeah. that it's wrong, and then we're gonna move on because we could talk for so long about this, right? I'm gonna shut my mouth while you talk about how. I've literally wrong seen you it are. happen once this season when they go up to the screen, and they don't give a red card or they don't give a penalty. Yeah, that is categorically. It's bullshit. It's it's so bad. It is bullshit. I agree with that element. Of it's it. so 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 bad. I don't understand. Um, and this isn't us versus referees. I don't mm. understand what we owe to referees mm-hmm. that we should like ultimately ruin our game. Yeah. To keep them feeling like they're the most powerful person on the field. It's, yeah. It's ridiculous. I don't understand why multiple people sat in a room with multiple angles are not qualified and or confident enough to make a decision i don't understand why that then needs to fall onto somebody else yeah i just i think it's i think it's aesthetically i think it's i think it's not enjoyable i think it's horrible to see a referee go go walk off the pitch and the worst one the worst aspect about it is when they walk back on you know what they're going to do. Yeah. And they always take fucking ages to do the little box bar sign. And you just know what they're going to do. Yeah. They may as well. They may, do you know what they may as well do? They may as well mm. get the fucking player yeah. to walk over to the thing with them, go look at it, and then just and fucking then just send them, them off there. Walk themselves and, off. Then they, and then they could just walk, walk back on. It's 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 stupid. It doesn't make any sense. I understand that this is a. it's going to be a teething period and as mm. if... Because I'm pro VAR, you're pro VAR. Yeah. If this is as bad as VAR is going to be, I'm okay mm-hmm. with that because it yeah. has been poor, but it will get better. Yeah. But this is not the way you make it better. No. You don't make it better by having a referee walk off the pitch to go look at a screen that yeah. somebody else is already doing. That yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. So, my view on it is is that that's the it's the right thing to do to go look at the screen but that the people making those decisions are doing it in the wrong way and that's why and that's all I'll say for now before we get on to that later on okay well that's the end to part 1 of our 12 part list of our end of season awards 
some hot takes. Po- some, some hot, hot some very takes. hot takes. Some very hot takes. <laughs> and some hotter ones to come yeah, later. I'm sure. In the second part. I'm sure. So tune into that. Thank you very much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Like and subscribe. I don't even know if we have a YouTube channel. Don't think we do. <laughs> um, do all that anyway. See you next time.